And so I decided that the woman I am determined to be in 120 days is a woman who is proactive in her life, a woman who knows what she wants, a woman who goes after what she wants, a woman who, listen, life is going to happen anyway. Welcome to the Marriage Family Business Podcast. My name's Mick. And my name's Claire. I'm a husband, father of two incredible young boys, a business system strategist, tech entrepreneur, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Marketing Funnel. I am a wife, mother to the same two incredible little boys, reluctant entrepreneur, and classically trained vocalist and music educator. Claire and I are founding owners of several businesses, including Rockstar, an internationally renowned online marketing and systems management firm based in good old Traverse City, Michigan. We created the Marriage Family Business Podcast to open up the conversation about how these three areas of our lives collide and to try and tackle the question, how the heck do you manage it all successfully? And of course, to help other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial couples discover real life in the trenches advice for the common problems that being an entrepreneur with a family and spouse often entail. So sit back, preferably with your spouse or your partner, as Claire and I take you on this journey with us and share with you our wildest stories and most valuable learning experiences that you can't find on a Google search. Let's roll. In today's episode, we talk about my experience at Warrior Women, what Warrior is, how I ended up in California doing Warrior Week for Women, what I learned there, and how my life has been different since I got back. We also talk about finding things that are important in each of your individual lives and how to help that elevate your life as a couple. So grab your cold brew and your green smoothie and get ready to join us on this conversation. I'm pretty excited about the topic today. At the time of this recording, I have been a warrior woman for seven days. I just got back from Warrior Week for Women, again, at the time of this recording. By the time you hear this, it's been like a month. But I got back from Warrior Week for Women on August 30th. And let's tell the good people a little bit about Warrior. All right, cool. So here's the deal, guys. I have been a little bit of a conference junkie. Yes. Now for a couple years, and it's been great. I do, I've learned a lot of incredible things. I've met some really incredible people. Many of you listening to this, I may well have met actually at a conference. But in June of this year, actually going back to uh, March or April of this year, uh, a very good friend, colleague, client, just one of the best damn people I've ever met, actually, Jason Phillips, who is the owner of IN3 Nutrition and Nutritional Coaching Institute, NCI, said, hey, man, have you have you ever checked out Garrett White? And I was like, no, as a matter of fact, I have not checked out Garrett White. And so he got me into to Garrett White a little bit. It was really cool. If, if, you've, if you've never checked out Garrett, he's worth your time. But uh, Garrett is, amongst other things, he used to work with Robert Kiyosaki and ran a lot of uh, regional conferences for Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Cashflow Quadrant. He was pretty heavy in real estate and, and financial. But about seven or eight years ago, and I actually don't know which it is, he founded the Wake Up Warrior Movement, which is a movement for men to learn to, in a nutshell, be a better be a better man and step up and and uh, and get things done. And so there was a conference that I went to 
conference. I'm definitely using air quotes around conference, but there was an event that I went to in Huntington Beach in June, which was Warrior Wealth. And um, I'm in a space where I had really expected to learn quite a bit about wealth management, understanding tax laws, understanding how to use them to my advantage, uh, things like that. And that's honest to God what I thought I was going to learn at Warrior. And we'll just put it this way. I got a whole different set of stuff at Warrior. And um, I ended up joining the Brotherhood. Uh, so I'm a Warrior brother. And I'm actually going to Warrior Week 52 here in about two months. It'll be about a month from now, I would imagine, when you guys end are of listening October, to this. End yeah. of October. And as part of that opportunity, several, I don't know, about a month and a half into it, uh, I received an invitation um, to invite Claire to also come into the Warrior uh, movement. And I'm sure we'll do a podcast or 10 on this later on, but... It should suffice to say that Warrior has been an extremely influential part of my life mm. and has very significantly altered the scope and direction of my life in mm-hmm. a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And um, Warrior actually led you to believe that we should do this podcast together. Is that true? You came back from Warrior Wealth and you were like, I have an idea for us. Don't say no yet. Son of a bitch. That's true. Yep. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Coach Sam. Yes. Um, thank you, Coach Jeremy. Anyway, and so I don't really want to steal any of Claire's thunder. So anyway, here. so, so let, we yeah, are in it. we are in North Carolina at my mom's house, um, mid July, and Mick had played a couple warrior things for me, and Garrett is amazing, and I'll I'll kind of talk more about my my direct experience at Warrior Week for Women, but Garrett's videos are for men. They just are. They are for men. And so Mick has shown me a couple of videos. And I'm like, you know what? If this is good for my husband, that's great. I have no interest in being a part of this at all. I would like to add one more thing before I really just let you go and go full whole hog. And so when when the Warrior, uh, when the warrior Women um, invitation came out, I saw it and I was like, this is a great idea for two reasons. All right. Now, listen, as I've now already established, I travel quite a bit. I'm at a lot of conferences and you know what? I don't know why, but I, I, you know, I I go to some really nice places. Okay. I'm in San Diego a lot. I'm in LA a lot. I'm in Vegas. I don't know if I'd call Vegas a nice place, but I'm in (laughs) Vegas a reasonable amount, you know, New Orleans, New York, Toronto, like places that honestly, you want to go to, yeah. all right? Like, I'm not going to, Careful. I don't want to say anybody specific, <laughs> but let's, let's just put it this way. It's not like I'm spending time in, in, in Fargo, okay? Not that there's a problem with Fargo, but it's not like I'm going to Fargo in March, all right? Correct. And I think that we can all agree that there are nicer places to spend time in, in March than Fargo. Sure. So anyway. So. Oh, so so the caveat, I said, yeah. I said look, here's the deal. I uh, am really really by drinking the warrior Kool-Aid in a very big way, I would like you to go and, and really, I want you to go for two reasons. Number one, first and foremost, I want you to check me on this. All right. Like I need you to make sure that, that I'm not joining a cult. All right. <laughs> Bottom line. So I need you to go and basically put your eyes on it. Cause I trust you. And secondly, and, and secondly, after that, this is like at a, some five-star resort in Laguna, and it's awesome. And I want you to be able to experience going to a really cool place also, you know? So here, go ahead and do this. And 
That was it, man. And I really did not mean for Claire to try this on for herself. It was so, really just to okay. check me. My turn. Out. Um, so, so he, so he puts this out. <laughs> so warrior. Um, so he puts this out and my initial gut reaction was absolutely not. Absolutely not. Having heard a couple of Garrett's videos, this is not for me. I don't know how this is going to work. Though I will say that I listened, uh, Garrett and his wife, Danielle, have um, the Date Your Wife podcast, which was actually one of the um, one of the inspirations for this podcast, hearing how, you know, this this couple can go back and forth and, and be honest and vulnerable over the wires, honestly. Um, so, um, but I, I, this was not this was not for me. I'm watching Mick wake up at 5:30 in the morning and I'm going to get my core four in and you know, here's the warrior's way and I'm like, okay, that's fantastic for you truly. And if this is working for you, that's excellent, but I'm not going to have time to do core four. I'm not going to have time to, you know, dedicate What's core four? Oh, right. Um we'll get there. I'm not going to have time to dedicate to you know self-reflection and meditation like this is precious I guess but no no thank you and so Mick lays it out listen fine two pieces go somewhere really cool have a great time if if this event is not for you like skip the rest of it whatever and enjoy the pool and to you know put eyes on it exactly what he said okay fine but literally guys until the like the Wednesday before I left and I left on a Sunday morning. The Wednesday before I left, we were still deciding whether or not I was going. Work is insane right now, in good and bad ways. Our children, you know, it was their week off school. Are insane right now, in oh, good and bad gosh. ways. Yeah, I love my true. kids, our kids, but yeah. Yeah, um, almost four and 20 months. <laughs> you you want to squeeze them in a good way and in a bad way all at the same time. But so, and it was the week that the kids didn't have their summer programs and school had not started yet. So we had no idea what childcare was going to end up looking well, let's like. Be, let's be real too. You had some anxiety around how well I would uh, function as a solo parent. Without a doubt. I Without mean, a doubt. Which ended up going really well, by the way. So Thank that's you. fine. Thank you for acknowledging um, that. You're welcome. <laughs> Hinting for a compliment. Say nice things about my parenting styles. Um, Daddy's a dad. Daddy's a dad. So, but finally, like the Wednesday before I left, we had a date night, a really great date night, went on a, a boat on the bay and it's like, am I going? Am I, am I doing this? Mick's like, yeah, you're doing this because I think you would be really upset with yourself if you decided this close to the event to back out. Besides, this is the first ever Women's Warrior Week. Don't you want to be on the cutting edge of this? And oh, by the way, like there are a couple people that you're going to meet there that I know are going. I, you know, they, they seem like pretty cool women. Like it'll be good to, to be with, uh, and I've got a bunch of really great girlfriends, but it'll be good to meet these people, you know, just if, if for no other reason from, from a work perspective. Fine. <laughs> so we uh, went to a concert on Saturday night and then I flew out of Detroit first thing Sunday morning and get there and immediately connect with one of the women that Mick wanted me to meet. And she was, in fact, amazing. The resort was spectacular. I had an ocean view room with my own balcony. And, and it, was, it, was, it was really good. And without giving too much away about the actual Warrior Week for Women experience, it really focuses on two pieces. Where are you now? Like mentally, emotionally, with your body being balance and business. Those are the core four. Where are you now and where do you want to go? And the first day was literally about where are you? Who are you? What are the stories that you're telling yourself? Things that like, 
And honestly, if you're sitting here listening to this going, all right, they got a little woo-woo on me. I don't know that I'm going to listen to them anymore. I totally appreciate where you're coming from. That was me too. I'm like, okay, that's cute that these people have all this time to try to figure out who they are in life. Like we've got other shit going on. Okay. And I was wrong. I, I was very wrong because, you know, one of the things that uh, Coach Kevin said many times is that the way you navigate is that you need to know where you are and where you want to go. And if you don't know either of those things, <laughs> how do you navigate? And if you don't know where you want to go, how do you know when you get there? So, you know, the first day was a lot of, like unpack, unpacking a lot of emotional baggage. Um, it's a great way to meet people when everybody's being really vulnerable and unpacking all the emotional baggage. And, you know, it, it, it felt like a clean slate. And then the next day was, all right, fine. Now what's your direction? What's next? Which was actually for me the harder work. What do I want for myself physically, my body? Like how, how, how do I want to look? How do I want to feel? What do I want for myself in regards to my spirituality and being true to who I am as a human being? What do I want for myself and my balance? And by balance, what they really mean here is your partner. So what, what do I really want with Mick? And oh my gosh, guys, I got to tell you, I felt like quite the hypocrite knowing that we had already recorded some of these videos. And I had not decided for myself, what do I really want in my life with Mick? I was being, and this was a revelation I had this morning, I have been very reactionary in my life. Things would happen and I would, okay, yes or no. But like I would wait for things to come to me. Things are happening to me. Rather than being proactive in my life, what are the things that I actually freaking want? You know, and mix like, we should do weekly date nights. Oh, okay. But man, it's gonna be hard to get babysitters. Three of my four just went back to college. I have one. She's an adult and has many jobs. Like <laughs> she might not want to be with my kids. And she's amazing. She is. She's wonderful. I, I adore her, but like I can't just lean on her. So do I actually want weekly date nights? Or am I going along with Mick? No, no. I actually want weekly date nights. What do I want for my kids? I mean, I adore, I adore our boys. They're amazing and sweet and loving and just beautiful human beings. And I was reacting to my time with them. You know, I would try to plan some things and this is how we're going to be. But like we get to the grocery store and Abit would want to go run and play in the clothes and I would react rather than understand, hey, this is probably how this is going to go. Let me be proactive. Let me start by by having him help me somewhere. And and so the the main, like my main takeaway, and I really didn't realize this until this morning. We had a challenge to decide. I, I joined the sisterhood at the end of Warrior Week. Interesting. I, I Yeah. So I, I, joined, I joined the sisterhood at the end of Warrior Week. Fantastic decision. I am doing a, a 120 day challenge. And so uh, we were given an assignment yesterday, which was who do you demand to be at the end of this challenge? And I, I did a video about this this morning in the group. And I'm like, when I heard the audio message, like this is our challenge, my initial thought was, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> I don't, I just spent a week away. And by the way, I was in California, I live in Michigan. I don't do well with time zone changes. This is a story I've told myself because actually I got immediately on Pacific time and it took me less than a day to get back on Eastern time. I was going to say, for what it's worth, total side note, I thought you did great. I was so impressed with myself, but that was a I story was I had told too. myself. I told myself that I can't change time zones. That was a lie. I can. I am amazing at it. People who live in California and my, my best friend just moved to Oregon, I can come visit you and I will not lose my mind. That's good news. Um, Right on. Yeah. Uh, I know. I'm very excited. She's going to be so happy to hear that. <laughs> Me too. Me too. 
So, but I'm listening to this, I don't have time. You know, I just took an entire week off work basically because we were in session all day. I did a Monday morning meeting and then, oh, by the way, we get back. I have a Friday, which is a short day for us anyway. And we're moving into Labor Day weekend. I took a week off. I legit took a week off. My email is blowing up. One of our clients had like a really weird fluke server meltdown while I was gone. Like, I don't actually have time for any of... I don't have time for myself. I have work. My kids are just starting school back, which re-entry into school is such a cluster. You know, church is starting back up and I have practice tracks that I have to make for the children's choir in six days. They have to be done. Like, so I got that floating out there. I don't have time to sit down and decide for myself what I want in 120 days. And literally, it's like I floated above my body. I was like, holy shit, do you hear yourself? You just had this amazing experience. This is this morning. This is this morning. Wow. Okay. Um, cool. Holy shit. Do you hear yourself? You had this amazing experience. You came back with confidence and fire and certainty that you have not had, I mean, maybe for 20 years. If ever. If ever. So that would take you back to when you were like 12 or something. I mean, so 14. So, okay, whatever. you know, did, are you really saying that after all the beautiful work you did last week that you can't make time for yourself to be with yourself and be proactive in your own life? Is that really what, is that what you think of yourself? And so I decided that the woman I am determined to be in 120 days is a woman who is proactive in her life, a woman who knows what she wants, a woman who goes after what she wants, a woman who, listen, life is going to happen anyway. The only thing I can control, though, is my own self. How will I respond to outside forces? Will I only be reactive or will I see situations and put myself in a proactive situation to be able to handle whatever else comes out? And so it was. Can I can I ask a question, actually? Yeah. So like I having been married to you for 10 years and being in a very serious relationship with you for 12, yeah. you don't exactly, you've never struck me as a reactive person. And maybe I'm confusing reactive with um, organized and planning, but it's, it's shocking to me to hear you identify yourself as a reactive uh, personality. And so. I think that's where my anxiety comes from. Because yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly organized. I put patterns in place for myself. But the second anything doesn't fit into those, and you can attest to this, the That's true. second anything doesn't fit into my original plan, my original patterns, I go into a tailspin, which throws off the rest of my day. You do go into it. it it's it's um it's it's you have traditionally gone to an, into a, an unnatural tailspin almost when anything goes bump. Because I allow myself to be driven by these very specific, these are the boxes I put myself in. I am yeah. organized. This is the plan I've made for myself. We are going to do podcasts on Wednesday. Damn it. These are our specific date nights. And, but the second, like, I got a text from one of our clients on that Wednesday date night that I was talking about where we were on the boat. Mm -hmm. And instead of being at date night, I was thinking about the client the whole time. That was me reacting to the world tossing something in my way. So that's, that's what I mean when I say that I feel like I have a reactive personality. What I could have chosen to do instead, because the world was not burning down for this client, and furthermore, there was nothing I personally could have done. I, in that particular situation, 
I can't help anything. The only thing I could do is actually the first thing I did, which is reach out to my team because they were still in the office and say, hey, in the 15 minutes before you leave, can you look at this? That was literally all I could do. You know, we've been very clear with our clients. These are what emergencies are. These are what emergencies aren't. This client did contact me during our normal working hours. I took off early that day. He didn't know that. It's not his fault. But that's part of the reason why I now put my phone on do not disturb on date nights. That is me being proactive. That is me knowing that outside world is going to keep doing whatever it's going to do. Mm -hmm. And if it is important to me that we have the separation between work and our personal lives together. Which I think is crucial for us, certainly, and I think anybody listening to this podcast for exactly. sure. I mean, well, I would say anybody, period. But it, I do believe it becomes compounded when you're running your own business and you um, are beholden mm -hmm. to <laughs> all, all of the things mm -hmm. that you become beholden to, right? But you, I am not going to be able to control if a client needs to text me at 545. The way I can be proactive is to turn on an autoresponder, to put my phone on do not disturb and let the babysitter know how she can reach me otherwise. Because, because that client asked me about the thing. To set proactive expectations and making mm -hmm. sure that, that, that whoever is important in that space and time is aware of what they can expect. Mm -hmm. And that also means prioritizing me. You want to talk about hard work. It is hard work. Seriously. Yeah. It's very hard work. And I don't know if maybe this is a woman thing. Maybe this is an everybody thing. But I have been taught or I have allowed myself to believe that making time for yourself is selfish. And doing things that are important to you is selfish. And that if you're husband or your kids or your work or whatever need more than you currently have, then the fact that you're going to turn around and go take care of yourself, be it through a monthly massage or a weekly yoga class, or just allowing yourself to lie down and meditate for 10 minutes every morning. You know, I, I, I have started trying to do my four core practice every morning. And luckily I've got, I've got the sisterhood to keep me accountable. But this morning I've got my headphones in and I hear our oldest in the next room, mommy, mommy, mommy. And I'm like, this morning again, this morning again, damn it. I was listening for him. I well, and you got, you got up, no, 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 okay. you got up. Um, but it took you, I, I heard him before you moved. Our house is, is fairly old so I can hear everything in the house. And I've got my headphones on and everything, but I had a choice to make. The choice was, do I take my headphones out, go figure out what's up with our three-year-old? Or do I allow myself to continue to meditate, to, to slip back into that meditative practice, knowing that he's not screaming, he's not dying, he's just calling for me. Mick is awake and a parent and able to handle the situation. I don't have to be on. And that's what I chose to do. I chose to turn the music up a little higher in my headphones. And before too long, I heard Mick coming down the stairs to get the boys. May I ask a side question? Sure. You listen to music while you meditate? It, like ambient music. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm like, music. How are you doing like, that? I'm like, like, what do you got? Like, like Avid Brothers or Katy Perry <laughs> kicking or no, something? No. Like, you know, like what type of meditation does that look no, like? No, it's literally the, the Spotify um, ambient music 
channel that they have. That's cool. I was about to be a smart ass, but I'm going to choose not to. Okay. But yeah, so I, I chose to turn the volume up and to ignore them. And sure enough, you came down the stairs, grabbed them both, walked back upstairs. Just because Avid is calling for me does not mean that I have to remove myself from a meditative practice for myself to answer his call. Now, if he were screaming, bleeding, dying, obviously I Very would. Very different story. Very different story at that point. But I chose, and, and I knew, that's why I'm wearing headphones. That's why I'm listening to music in the first place. Literally, as soon as I finish my workout, I put in the headphones. Because I know if I hear the boys, I will stop. That is me being proactive for myself. So... <laughs> That's just one example of how, since I got back from Warrior Week, how I have made changes in my life and made time to not only prioritize myself, but to make sure that you know, on date night, we had a date night um, two days ago. Mm -hmm. Both of our phones went on Do Not Disturb. Mine did anyway. I think I just turned mine off. Okay. Um, and it was arguably one of the best date nights that we've had in a really long time. Yeah, it was. Um, I will say this. I think that that what's really interesting, and this is probably a whole different discussion that we don't need to jump into right this very minute, but what's really interesting um, right now for you and I is you just came back from Warrior Week, and I've been immersed in Warrior for about two or three months now. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think it was interesting for us to, you know... Honestly, guys, this is not a uh, this is not an advertisement for Warrior. Oh yeah, like uh, I, I, we're I, not affiliates. Yeah, like. no, 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 no. This is not a, a this is not at all an advertisement for Warrior. But there is a whole verbiage and language um, that that is basically Warrior terminology and uh, and con and concepts. And uh, I think it was really interesting for us to we didn't even, we weren't even really talking about it, but it's it was interesting for us to talk to one another and spend time together, each coming from it from a very slightly different angle mm -hmm. than we typically had. And mm -hmm. that's been fun anyway. So yeah, it has. With that, I, I digress. That You know what? That's how my life has changed since you've come back. It's been calmly intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> so I dig the hell out of it. Well, and what's really exciting, and, and we've mentioned this in our conversations with each other, is that there's Warrior for Men and then there's Warrior for Women. Actually, G Garrett is, of course, part of Warrior for Women, but he's not the main coach there. Coach Kevin is. And and just looking at the different communities, we talked about that a little bit this morning. I'm, even the tonality in the communities is slightly different. But it's been interesting to be a warrior couple. And it doesn't have to be warrior in your life necessarily, but to be able to find that common ground, that common thread that serves us individually but is also serving to strengthen our marriage, strengthening our family. I mean, we had a spectacular weekend with the boys. We were so present. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was like a drug. In, it was. In the, in the best oh, possible man. way. It was so. We had a great time. We so had a great amazing. time. And, and that vein is also now underneath our business together. And now we're talking about on the podcast. And, and again, it doesn't have to be warrior for, for you. But if as a couple, you can find something that serves you both individually and yet serves the two of you together, I mean, that's really, I think that's really powerful. Oh, without a doubt. So we would love to hear if you have something like that in your lives where you have a shared common interest that feeds you individually, but is helping to elevate other aspects of your life as well. Like ideally, it's not just a band. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. 
If the band is transcendent, God bless you. But yeah, so um, comment comment on our Facebook. Um, find us on the website. But yeah, I, I would love to hear how, if you guys have something that is a, a common connection now that you each take something from separately but is able to affect all the other areas of your life as well. Thanks for spending time with us today here on the Marriage Family Business Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then there are just two things we would love for you to do. Number one, leave a rating and a review for us on iTunes. It really helps us know what kind of content we need to produce for you. And secondly, head on over to marriagefamilybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get all the resources shared in every episode emailed directly to you. That way you don't have to go searching for anything discussed on any episode. It'll just be in your inbox. We'll catch you on the next episode of the MFB podcast.